I am Brother Cornell West, and this is Hip Hop Can Save America. Peace and love, everybody. It's your man, Manny Faces. Just wanted to let you know that Hip Hop Can Save America is now available as a live stream show every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. You can find it at hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Excerpts from that show will be played here on the audio feed, so you'll still get the good interviews that you've been used to. But check out the live stream and check out my free Substack newsletter at mannyfaces.substack.com. That's filled with all kinds of stories of hip-hop innovation, inspiration, and generally hip-hop news that isn't about dumb shit. For everything hip-hop can save America, hiphopcansaveamerica.com. For everything Manny Faces, mannyfaces.com. And if you find value in this work, you can support it. We'd love to have you aboard as a supporter at patreon.com slash mannyfaces. Now let's go. On this episode of the world's most important hip-hop podcast, we learn about what words, sounds, and power are alive in the streets of Brooklyn, New York, and the evolution of the art of rap into the smart of rap. This is Hip Hop Could Save America. My name is Manny Faces. Let's go. The thing about hip-hop uh, today is it's smart. It's insightful. The, the way that they can communicate uh, a complex message in a very short space is, is remarkable. And a lot of these kids, they're not going to be reading the New York Times. That's not how they're getting their information. My hip-hop will rock and shock the nation. Pop culture is more than music. So hip hop didn't invent anything, but hip hop reinvented everything. This is Baby Girl Faces, and this episode is brought to you by. Michaela Min Lee is a three-time visitor to the show, which isn't a surprise when you learn about all that he does. As an artist, he's toured the world and dropped dozens of projects and features. As an educator, he's taught and lectured about hip-hop pedagogy and anthropology. As a writer and essayist, he's edited hip-hop studies journal Words, Beats, and Life, and Equity and Excellence in Education from UMass Amherst. And he writes for Words, Beats, and Life's blog, The Counterbalance. As a cultivator of the culture, he's the co-curator of the annual Word, Sound, Power, Hip-Hop, and Spoken Word Performance Series at the Brooklyn Academy of Music. There's more, but I mean, we gotta get going here. <laughs> now, before we get into it, a quick reminder that my companion newsletter, Words I Manifest, has been dropping some gems lately. Stories of hip-hop innovation, information on upcoming conferences and festivals, and a deep dive into a shadowy world where hip-hop, technology, and politics coming together in a very troubling way. Subscribe at mannyfaces.substack.com to start receiving the world's most important hip-hop newsletter. It's free, but if you appreciate the work of this independent journalist and hip-hop advocate, feel free to join the paid level as well. Every bit really helps me keep this work top tier and consistent. For now, let's get into my talk with McCallum Min. All right, let's get it cracking, my man, my mellow. What up, man? Hey, what's good, brother? How are you? I'm doing as well as can be expected. I hope uh, you are as well. Same, same. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I saw you recently. I'm not in the New York area anymore, but I saw you recently. I was up there. We did the uh, we did a show together. Look at us. Yeah, yeah. You out here jet setting. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm 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 trying to be bi coastal. I don't know what you do from Atlanta to New York. I just know you uh, making moves to Atlanta back and forth. Scrambler, shouts to Nas. So uh, that's me. Uh, good to see you, my man. I had to get you back. You're a repeat guest on Hip Hop Can Save America. So there's only a few of you. It's a very uh, top tier, uh, higher echelon of folk that have been here more than once. So I, I thank you for your time coming through again. I was telling you we we haven't talked since here since 2020, but it felt like last year. Yeah, it's weird. Since but, the uh, grand, since the grand pause, yeah, <laughs> the snap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I want to first of all just remind. I gave a little pre, you know, uh, introduction during my preamble. Just remind folks, or you know, express to folks how you present yourself to the world, uh, particularly in the context of why we're talking today. If you would, yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, my name is Mikal Amin Lee. I am a hip hop artist, educator, essayist, and, and scholar. I uh, I work primarily at the Brooklyn Academy of Music in their education department as a manager and programmer for teens, uh, high school age students, and produce and co-curate with Baba Israel, BAM's hip hop show, uh, Word Sound Power. And then I'm also an associate editor, writer, um, and contributor to Words, Beats, and Life's journal. They're also their uh, online magazine blog, The Counterbalance and uh, EQ Magazine. And then most recently, a new launch, which I think we're going to get into, uh, the Rap Laureate, that's inaugural issue will be coming out in April. Yeah, I um I wanted to have you on because of a couple of upcoming events that you know coincide with what you're talking about, and then like you're doing nine things, so it's always a good time <laughs> to talk to you. You always got a, a few things going on. Uh, shouts to Bam, our, our good friend Summer, and other folks that I know at Bam. Um, why don't we start there, if you don't mind, if that's a good place to start? I think when we talked before, you you might have you know still you you were there then, and 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 now you're there now. Talk obviously about Word Sound Power coming up soon, uh, and you know what has your uh, you know work been like at BAM, uh, past, present, and future? Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, shouts to the whole Word Sound Power team crew. It is many Jay Sharon, our choreographer, of course, Baba Israel. Um, Baba as well, who I haven't had on this show, but I had on a previous show uh, with the, you know, with his uh, his group in the past. So that's yeah. my man, my mellow as well. So yeah, big you got to get him on. He's uh, yeah, he yeah. is he is all things Word Sound Power. He's our director, host, and and also co curates the, the the show with me. And then DJ Reborn, I'm, I'll start calling her Superstar DJ Reborn. She's uh, also Lauren Hill's DJ, and and we've been we've been sharing her with Miss Hill. Uh, for the last several years, uh, Robotron, multi instrumentalist, and all the different artists, dancers, uh, production people, uh, staff that, that help us with the show. But basically, this year is really special because hip hop celebrating a birthday. And I've been at BAM now for about eight years. So this is my, this will be my seventh show because we did kind of have a sit down <laughs> during the pandemic for one year. We did it virtual two years. Uh, but right. one of one of those times we we didn't have enough time to actually get a show together. So, but what's special is is that uh, this is going to be a three year arc. So, as the the producer um, and the manager for the show, my, my my main responsibility is is producing the themes for each year. And this year, it is the new storytellers, and we're going to be doing a three year arc celebrating the culture of hip hop, but also celebrating the role that Words and Powers played in the history of. Of BAM. Um, at the end of this three-year run, it'll be 20 consecutive years of the Word Sound Power Hip Hop Spoken Word Showcase, which is one of, it's not the, but it is one of 
the longest running um, continuous uh, shows in BAM season. Um, it's yeah. up there with things like the Next Wave Festival, which is is by far and away our longest running event. Dance Africa as well um, is, is up there. There's a couple of others, but we're right there. And it's important because BAM has always had a relationship um, with hip hop. Um, Shout to Daryl. Uh, McNeil, who was also associate producer there doing Bam Cafe Live for a number of years and several different hip hop events, in addition to Words and Power. Then obviously the founder, Dr. John Foster, um, who really uh, created what was Bam Poetry Presents. And then when I came in eight years ago, it became Words and Power. So yeah. this year we're celebrating, and I, I know, I, I know MCs get a lot of shy, but this year we are celebrating the storytellers and we're thinking about that in the terms of the tradition of the Western griot and how MCs are that new contemporary storyteller. So we have some dope, 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 dope artists. One, uh, I think a friend of the show, uh, Silent Night, is going to be I in the a, building. I can attest to his dopeness. Yeah, he's yep. a little kind of dope, <laughs> a little bit dope. Yep. Actually, the reason why dope. we kind of were hanging out back in February uh, for the lineup, if, if those that don't know, definitely in the Brooklyn Five Borough Tri-State area, definitely come through um, for, for a dope night. But um, he'll be there. Dalek Brothway, who is a, a who is a powerhouse spoken word poet, thespian, beatboxer, is going to be a part of it. And then what what's special to me and what, what I love about this show and doing it, especially with people like Baba and Reborn Many, is like we're all heads. You know, I'm an MC. Yeah. I've toured the world, done a lot of di- different things with some really great people like Jay Live and, and others. And we get to really kind of geek out. So see yeah. Helix Armageddon and Pre the Honey Dark are part of a legendary crew. If you know, if you know, you know, um, the anomalies, which is an all women's hip hop crew collective, uh, people like DJ Cut and Candy were a part of, uh, yes. that crew. Uh, I believe Infinity was a part of that crew. Uh, so, so many dope and talented women MCs. So they're going to bless us this year, um, and be a part of the performance. So we have some real powerhouse on the mic, dope storytellers. And, uh, yeah. We do this show primarily for high school students. Um, we bring them in to come see the show, but we do have three public shows, April 21st, the 22nd, and the 28th. Um, tickets are on sale. So if you're looking for some really, really dope hip hop this year, that's the, that's the time. But we're going to be yeah. celebrating the music makers next year. Rhythm is rhythm is the subtitle for sound next year. And then mm. power, the political and speaking truth to power is going to be the final year. And that's going to sort of like culminate us celebrating what word sound power means is and understands in terms of the culture, but also marking that 20th year um, of this show being a part of, uh, of BAM season. So it's going to be kind of a three year celebration, but obviously with the 50th birthday of hip hop this year, um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna kick it off with some dope MCs. We're gonna do. Hey, it that's like a that. beautiful arc, man. Words, sound, then power. You know, tied up uh, you know, over a three year arc. I love it. Um, and of course, you know, storytelling, uh, using hip hop as a as a vehicle for political speech or action. As you know, I produced the Newsbeat podcast where we've you know merged those worlds with journalism and social justice and hip hop and music and speaking and you know artistry. So these are all like intersections that I, I personally love. And I, I love that, that you have the institutional support. We often frown upon our, in, our legacy institutions, you know, and how they treat hip hop, music and culture. Yeah. Uh, it's great to see uh, Bam welcome it, obviously spend so much time in their history and put it in such capable hands. It's a, it's a long event. It's not just one night. It's not just two nights. Like you said, there's some private uh, and public uh, events. So people should know about that. We'll have all that information out and among the crowd. What is... One thing, I think you, you kind of laid it out a little bit, but one thing that you are looking at this year's show 
and saying, we're doing this thing that's going to really stand out or really make it memorable, different than the past, just a different vibe? What's the one takeaway? If you could summarize this one potential takeaway. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, I think the, the, the biggest thing that we're going to do this year as well is the show is always about not just the MC, but it's about the culture. So I think one of the things we're doing is as a love letter to hip hop is we're really emphasizing the full spectrum of movement dance this year as well. Uh, Jade Sharon, who's a dope choreographer, is going to be working with dancers. So we're going to have the full array talking from breaking all the way through like hip hop, house styles, 90 styles. So we're really going to try to in, in capture the fullness of the culture. And I think that's what's yeah. going to make this year um, really, really special. We always have all of the elements on stage in some form or fashion, right. DJ, yep. dancing, emceeing, um, the way in which we kind of orient and build our stage um, is sort of always trying to, to hearken to the visual artists, um, the writers on, to some degree. But um, this year, we're really kind of kind of jumped that up in spades. And kind of like an underlying thing is, is really about, obviously with the story, but also the cypher and the jam. So if you come, mm. um, think of this also as, as a way to kind of peer into what is the the what I would say the quintessential elements of the culture. Um, yeah. You know, my 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 background, as you know, would say we're entertainment and just the rabbi and uh, far beyond art and I, you know, the whole crew, DJ Watts. You know, we did all elements shows um, right. at a time in the 2000s when that wasn't really something that was a real big thing. We were always about all parts of the culture, not just what's on the stage, not just the MC or not just DJ, but all of it. So I've, I've tried to kind of bring a little bit of that into this here at BAM, and we're going to take that to another level for this show. So that that's the right. thing that's really going to stick out. We're here for the culture um, yeah. in, 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 in capital C uh, yeah. for, for sure. Yeah, the culture appreciates that. And and again, I just appreciate folks and organizations that are as concerned about Hip Hop 51 and Hip Hop 49 as they are as Hip Hop 50. So, you know, yeah. salute to, you know, everyone involved, because I know that everyone involved has that lifetime commitment to Hip Hop. Before that, uh, and I won't be at the thing this year in uh, at, at Word Sound Power, unfortunately, and I'm very sad that I'm not there for some of these things. I have the FOMO. You've always suddenly. got you always got a standing invitation, <sighs> brother. You just let me know. I know. I appreciate town. it. I mean, you know what? You never know. I might just you know have to make some things happen. Yeah, I, I, Pro, I'm trying know. to get. I'm just trying to get on your schedule, brother. That's all. I'm trying Man, to listen. I, I'm, I, I don't know if you want that. Uh, before <laughs> that, reverse chronologically, talk to me about your involvement. I'd had uh, Mazi uh, on the show from Words Beats Life. Uh, so I think that drops before this. So people have uh, seen and heard about this event. But tell me about the festival, w WBL Festival in Washington, D.C., and your involvement with that. Absolutely. Um, shouts to Mazi, RBI, uh, Painter, DJ Painter, Adrian, Dr. Jason Nichols, the whole editorial crew, uh, Dennis with uh, a, a uh, executive editor. The conference is the art of remixing social change. And it's kind of in the name. This is going to be a week-long festival looking at all aspects of how arts in the community help to affect change across the board. So we're going to be talking with change makers in academia, in institutions, in community organizations, artists, just period. Uh, there's going to be some dope performances. There's an amazing, amazing, amazing dance party with diamond d uh farrah Fawcett, rbi are also mm -hmm. going to be on that so we're gonna we're gonna get down 
We're going to, you know, get inside people's minds, hearts and spirits across, you know, about four days. And then one of the big things is is on um, Saturday, April 8th, uh, we're going to formally announce and give flowers to Lupe Fiasco as the inaugural rap laureate. And that's going to be accompanied by a piece of work. Uh, Shout out to Dr. Jason Nichols, my co-writer. We have been uh, working on this amazing publication called Rap Laureate. And basically what it really is, is in, in a nutshell, really going deep and contextualizing a particular MC's, not only just their creative production, but their totality of their career and what that's meant. And mm. in the case of Lupe, it's pretty, it's pretty easy because, you know, one of the, one of the themes that we kind of pull out in this publication for this year is he's a Renaissance man. Um, he is in fashion. He's in academia. He's in business. You know, he has gone the entire spectrum and gamut of, you know, creative uh, output. But yeah. he, he's first and foremost uh, a phenomenal wordsmith. And more telling is how so many of his albums, which when you'll read what I wrote, really kind of mirror the times uh, that he's in and reflect those times through his work both um intrinsically and directly so it's it's really going to be a powerful read it's going to be also something that we've kind of created in a way that can also be used in a classroom um Mm. so think of it think of it this way how many anthologies if you've taken english have you read how many different texts around say milton or you know uh shelley you know input white european man here (laughs) right but there's these dope, 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 dope wordsmiths, um, these dope, yeah. dope, dope writers that have so much to say and, and and talk about. So if we can have an entire book on, say, Shakespeare and breaking down all of the things that connect him to his times, why can't right. we have a similar thing for someone as prolific as, say, a Lupe Fiasco? Well, we can. And, well, we can. And now we do. And, and, that's, and, and, and we- that's what Dr. Jason Nichols and I wrote um, for this yeah. inaugural. Shout out to RBI, who's also on the... Um, was also on the writing team. Um, he's going to yeah. be um, pretty integral in the next one. I don't want to give away names, but um, we're already in process for the the next rap laureate. And um, I'm really excited about this project. Mozzie ac- actually asked me to come on about three years ago. Um, originally, he wanted me to, to come on in a different role, but I was like, listen, I'm kind of in this space now. I've been publishing a little bit. Right. I, I would really love to do more on the editorial side and the writing side. Um, you know, because I think when I talk to you, you know, the last time or maybe the first time I was on, you know, one of my missions, if I was going to be in these kind of institutional and academic spaces, and I definitely am still, even at this time, somewhat of an outlier. You know, I'm an artist first, I'm an MC first, then I'm an educator, you know, but I'm I'm not of the institution per se, but there's, I have a relationship with them. And, you know, there's, there's a, there's a mutual respect there. So, the thing about for me, though, is, is that and, and this is what I, I have to say, I've, I've watched institutions evolve in, in this manner, but I've always wanted the culture to be respected for the high art that it is, yes. um, because we understand, you know, I'm, I'm not one for titles and labels, but I'm old enough and wise enough to understand what titles and labels do. Right. 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 So it's that dichotomy that we struggle with. As yeah. uh, you know, I talk, I talk about this to everybody who comes on the show because we're always like one foot in, in each door. You know, we want to be 
And it's that talk of validation. We don't need validation. But, you know, sometimes validation helps because we're trying to get things done and get yeah. reach audiences and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a, it's a funny little walk we got to do sometimes. Yeah. But mm-hmm. with 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 respects to that, we have to do things with integrity. And there's definitely clear lines that you have to maintain. Yeah. But, it, it, you know, in this case, you know, what we're talking about here really is. And I think this ties into what we're seeing and witnessing now in this 50th year, right, with the Universal Hip Hop Museum finally coming to fruition. Um, you know, you've had people like Q-Tip now, the Artistic Director of Hip Hop at the Kennedy Center. You've seen institutions finally get on, you know, <laughs> we've been ringing the alarm clock for a while. They've been hitting snooze button for a couple of decades. They finally, <laughs> finally, nice. you know, they heard it, but they're yeah. recognizing you know, the, the, the global and powerful impact on every level of society that hip hop has had. It's not just something that sells records. It's not yep. something that just sells cereal and toothpaste, but it's the ways in which people understand the world, see themselves yeah. and also speak back to a myriad of, um, you know, individuals and identities in society. And it needs to be respected and honored in a way, not as the fad that it was thought of in its first 10 or 15 years of existence, not as just sort of like a money driving vehicle that it's kind of been pinned to in like the late 90s and 2000s, but really as a cultural phenomenon and a way in which that we understand and see the world. And it's the only reason why it's been able to continue to have such a high um, popularity, honestly. Um, yeah. It hasn't faded, you know, with respects to jazz, you know, there was a, there was a topping off period for jazz. Um, mm. Obviously, it's 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 always going to be here. It's, it's, it's as much a part of Americana as anything. But when you think about it, right, rock, you think about country, beautiful music, all all. But the cultural impact and the way that sustaining power, they just didn't have. Um, they just don't have. You don't you don't hear young kids talking in rock. Uh, right. You don't, <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, there's, no, there's no country music ciphers in other countries around the world. Exactly. <laughs> right. 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 You're not using you're not using the culture of country to teach in a classroom. Um, and with all respect, you know, respectfully, sure. there's, there's nothing wrong. Uh, with that. But this is what the culture of hip hop, why it is so different, so unique, so powerful. Um, and I think something that for those of us, I'm not telling you anything you ain't already know, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm sure many of our listeners. But for those that didn't know, now you have no choice. Uh, so I, I think yeah. that's what's been as we continue to kind of be on this journey and, and, and hope to be maybe talking to you maybe in 10 years time, 15 years time on some other stuff. Um, hip hop's yeah. still going to be here. Hip hop is still going to be something that is, is important and, and critical to a lot of people and not just for their entertainment, uh, but for them understanding the, the human existence as well. If, if I could be so, so bold yeah. and existential on a Saturday morning. <laughs> might as well. Might as well. But it's a good time for it. Yeah. But you're right. You know, and again, it's the institutions, but it's also our own, you know, hip hop folk, hip hop fans, hip hop participants, hip hop, you know, cultural beings that sometimes get jaded and we get, you know, misled and led astray. And, you know, we forget that these things are part of, we know it, you know, or they know it walking through their lives that hip hop is part of their being and it's more than just the music, but you get inundated with all of the inputs that are the, you know, the, the music, the, the flash, the serial uh, commercials, as you mentioned. And, and sometimes folks forget it. It's not always easy as it used to be to be, you know, walking through life and I guess seeing your connection to hip hop music and culture so brilliantly and vibrantly. And, and so it's important for institutions and organizations and individuals like you and I guess, you know, me and, uh, and some of our folk to keep that 
spirit, not alive. I think it's living, you know, just fine, but also, you know, spotlight it, highlight it. You know, there's not a lot of people doing it. There's more people, you know, media, quote unquote, or uh, especially with social media focused on the surface level entertainment value of hip hop and certainly not enough uh, that are doing the work that we're doing here. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd also add to that, not only just spotlight it, but also and, and I, I think this is this is kind of what I was sort of alluding to a little bit earlier, but also to steward and protect it. And I think that happens yep. because we're now in a space where you do have, you know, heads involved at the most critical junctures in these yeah. institutions, right? You know, Baba Israel has been a part of Word Sound Power and Band Poetry Presents from its inception. So right. when you have someone like that, before I even get in the door and someone who was partnering yep. with Dr. Foster, who clearly... Um, you know, understands the culture, has an appreciation and love for the culture. Um, you know, he's a, he's a playwright by trade. Theater is his, is his, his true passion, but he understood and had a respect for the culture, um, of, of hip hop and spoken word. But to have someone like Baba as a partner in that, right, um, right. who, who is, who is truly entrenched in the culture and right. is of the culture. And I think that's important. So, you know, it's, I, it's, you know, I, not to get to, I just want to mention yeah. one thing before I forget it in the disability rights movement. I do some work uh, running, you know, producing some podcasts for, uh, for a great organization there. And I learned about, it's a phrase they have nothing about us without us. Right. Mm. And it's that idea that you can't make disability rights decisions if we're not at the table, if folks with you know disabilities or disability rights advocates aren't at that table, not just you know pandering to us and our politicians and you know get our vote, but literally in those discussions and nothing about us without us, I think is a brilliant way uh, to to encapsulate that. And I think that's how what you're alluding to here is how important it is that participants of the culture are in those institutions, in those spots, taken as seriously as PhDs sitting at the same table making the decisions. And working together in those, and, and again, Bob Israel, yourself, examples of how well that can work when we just do it. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's and that, that's <laughs> in a, no, that's it. I mean, that's in a nutshell. Yeah. You yeah. know, because again, I think I think we still have to recognize that you know these institutions have very, you know, archaic but still very active power dynamics, and we sure. understand what happens with power when it's not checked, um, and and when it's not shared. So. We have to be mindful of that because we've seen how that's worked within the hip hop industry, right? Yeah, we've seen yeah. we've seen the, the the kind of uglier side of what ends up happening um, when those things don't get checked. So I I think yeah. that that's a constant thing that I'm always vigilant of and looking at. You know, not only just in my own work, but just in my writing and just my own observations. Because as this gets older, it gets more powerful. It gets it, it becomes mm. more important. Um, yeah. Which means that there's going to be a lot of individuals that are going to want to have a piece of that, a say in that, to harness that for their own ends and means. Um, even some in, inside the culture, you know, to keep it a buck. So one hundred. Yes. So what is the, what what is people's integrity around the work? And and, and then yeah. again, I, I you know I like to say that hip hop gives us the ethos and the rules, right? So yeah. you got to come correct. You got to show and prove. Right. You have to be real. If, if you yeah. understand what those things mean, there's your, there's your ethos right there. So if you're not doing those things, yeah. you might be a little suspect. That's right. right. And, 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 and it gives hip hop gives us the rules to police hip hop. It, it really does, you yeah. know, and, and it's, and it's something, you know, Manny, like for you and I, that stuff that, that we know. So when you're coming correct, it's, you got to be true to what you're doing. Um, yeah. You have to know and understand what you're doing if you're going to, 
to be about it. And then you got to show and prove. You can't just say you're going to do something and not do it, right? And we can see if you're really about this very quickly. That's what yeah. show and prove is. If if, right. if I say I'm an MC, I better be an MC. If I say <laughs> that I, I'm an educator yeah. and I yeah. understand pedagogy and I understand how that works with young people, or I say I'm in youth development, yeah. but the way in which my youth development doesn't center, it, it's, it's about them, but they ain't there making those decisions. Right. You might be a little suspect, right? So, so again, it's, it's very, and this is something that with, with my stuff, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quick pivoting to something with, with smarter rap, you know, one of the I'm things glad. that I was going to say, this is all very smart. Tell me about the smarter rap. <laughs> you know, one, one of the, one of the things, the ethos that I wrote on in, in shouts to Cyphers for Justice, who I'm the crew, who I'm a part of my first publication that I, I published with them in 2020, hip hop is practice. Roots, mm. truth, and culture are the ethos that I picked up within the culture. And, and those are the rules that, that I abide by. So. You know, again, when we're thinking about keeping it real, right, that's that's the truth. So if we know that this artist or these rules are unjust, we got to do something about it. We can't front on that. We have to actually do something about that. So that that's truth. And that roots is also in that that keeping it real piece of maintaining and understanding where we come from and the foundations of things. So it's also not just about history, but it's also understand how things work so that we can build and, and, and grow. So like the roots of Word Sound Power is really Bam Poetry Presents. Word right. Sound Power just didn't manifest because I'm just super dope and super cool. And I just right. come. I had no. to stand on the shoulders of, of Dr. Foster and what he built right. to get to the point of, of Word Sound Power. So that continuum exists, right? But but again, you know, these these are the things that we're bringing into institutions to course correct them a little bit, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to hold them accountable because in the culture, and I would I would I would say that's I think that's also one of my drives is because as as the the cultures expanded and and I've noticed this more inside like the United States, some of these cultural edicts get lost as more people become involved, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's why I've always been about the the kind of the KRS mode of, you know, hip is to know. It's a form of intelligence. To be hip right. means to be update and relevant. Hop is a form of movement. You don't just observe the hop. You got to hop up and do it. Yeah. And it's that last part. So if you're not participating in some way right of, that's substantial, that's right. meaningful, respectfully, yep. it's cool if you got a bunch of CDs and you got the cassettes and you know the names. That's, that's, that's all love. What are you right. doing though? What are you, what are you, what are you doing? So if you're not that different tier, right? You know, you got Spotify, you got different tiers, you can get the free version, (laughs) you can hear stuff, but you got a whole bunch of ads. But if I pay for it, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe I could do some little special playlists. I got different broadcasts. I can bring people in, got some little, you know, bells and whistles here, that, this, and the third, right? Right. So respectfully, in my view, there's a different tier, right? So if you're not doing it and you haven't shown that to, the people in the culture, the validity of who you are. And, and I'm not talking about corporate constructs. I'm not talking about you or A&R this and all of that. I'm talking about what have you put into the culture that has progressed the culture, the people that have created the output, that have created the knowledge. That's, that's the people that have to be involved in what is being done and what's not being done, in my opinion. Um, and I think those lines are pretty clear. People try to muddy that up a little bit, but it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty clear. And like I said, yeah. you know, I, I, I can talk to a head from Nepal, cause I have, I could talk to a head from Brazil or Prague 
because uh, I have mm-hmm. and talk <laughs> in these ways and don't have to explain myself. And that's and that's right. what we're getting to at this point now in academia. We're getting to those points in institution and the culture does have its own ways of being its own meanings, its own understandings and how we kind of move and work and live. And I think that's as important as the, the, the production output of things. And I think that's, that's, that's why we're at 50 years of, of this. Yeah. Amen. I mean, <laughs> yeah, man. I appreciate that insight, man. And that's, it is valuable for folks who, you know, are loosely connected to the culture of the music and, and getting this deeper understandings. I appreciate it. That insight. What's good is that you're able to get these thoughts out on wonderful podcasts like Hip Hop Can Save America um, for the third time, I think. Uh, but uh, also for uh, the work you're doing with WBL and BAM and all these outlets. And, it, and I said while you were uh, telling me all this, that it sounds very smart. And uh, this, 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 this segues into the smart of rap. It's another way that you're getting into the hearts, minds, and souls of people, young people uh, mm-hmm. throughout the you know throughout the state, country, world. Uh, tell me about this initiative and what you've got going on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, to be to be real honest, Smarter Fap really is is a rebrand. So I've been working and always operating under Fresh Roots Music, but I, I recognized yeah. that what I do as an artist is something separate to a certain degree than what I do as an educator and a facilitator, a coach. Um, yeah. And then also in essays and a pedagogue. So the smart of rap really is, I'm really a nerd about the language of the culture and then of, of creating and thinking about the culture itself. So what that means is, is that I'm always looking out for ways to highlight and showcase individuals that are utilizing the art of, of rapping to kind of go beyond to simply entertainment, speaking about that, talking about that. But then I'm also consulting with organizations and individuals on ways of using the practice of rap to further develop them as individuals, to develop their creative practice. One of my most recent endeavors, I was the uh, the rapaturge or the rapping coach uh, for a dope play called Sinking Inc. Um, shouts out to, mm-hmm. you know, my man Sangu, aka Commissioner Gordon, who wrote a brilliant hip hop theater piece that is a true hip hop theater piece that's coming out um, in August, it's going to be debuted at the Apollo. Uh, but he brought me in to work with his 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 actors to think about mm. how are the ways in which that we really want to function and operate because the whole the whole entire play really encompasses and incorporates freestyling and emceeing, not just as an aside, not just right. as like a little showpiece, but really wanting to think about the culture of being an MC. So they brought mm. me in to work with their the actors about that. So that's the type of work I'm doing, bringing bringing the ethos um, and bringing the practice of rap and the culture into these yep. spaces. If you're going to use it uh, respectfully, I feel like right. it has to be used a particular way. Um, that's always been my mission and goal. So that's what the Smarter Fraps is about. Brilliant. But it's also thinking about highlighting these things. And, and any any anytime you see me writing about something, if you know whether it's rap laureate, whether it's yep. you know a paper, um, it's in that vein and under that umbrella. And it's it's a way for me to spotlight other individuals as well yeah. and, and call attention to them as well. So the 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 Instagram smarter rap, um, Twitter yep. as well. And um, I'm I'm still building some things. So it's you'll 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 see a gradual progression and more um, as the as the year comes out. Um, but but that's the main idea. 
That's the main idea. That's it. These, these are all things I love. So obviously, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to shout them out and spread them out and we'll, you know, invite folks to participate and share. Where are you? That's smart of rap. You're separate. I say you're separating yourself, the artist, you know, from the mission, but, you know, they have different paths. What's up as an artist and where do folks pay attention or, or look back at your back catalog, current stuff, future stuff? What do you got going on? Yeah, on the artistic side of your, of your uh, endeavors. Yeah, for sure. So there's a series of EPs that I'm putting together um now one of which the first one will be the hardship hopefully that'll be coming out um late 2023 and then i am I'm, I'm going i'm really really going back to my my roots uh my man dj mayday from esp crew my first crew my original fam uh we mm. partnered up for a special project called Amertica, and that's that's a straight mm. political rap record um yeah. all of these were kind of thought of and devised during the pandemic. And now I'm starting to bring those things out to work. So you'll see more of that. Um, I think I performed actually a few of the tracks live in, in February um, yeah. at the show at the lineup. So over the next year, two years, you're going to see some of this stuff come out. But that's what I've been working on. Um, I'll be doing Global Hip Hop in New Hampshire, which is a which is a dope event with uh, Nomadic Massive and Waterflow uh, with the Nomadic's Wax Crew uh, beginning of April at a boarding school in New Hampshire. So I'll be doing some, some performances up there, but yeah, all of that, all of the music, those are coming out. And then finally, um, I think, you know, her name, I think, you know, this person, Dale Novella, uh, dope singer, <laughs> dope producer, uh, yeah, happens, ha happens to be my amazing wife. Hi baby. She actually primarily produced an EP called spectrums, which was really based on an idea and a concept that she had come up with during the pandemic called the color challenge. Mm -hmm. She's really into uh, health and wellness and utilizing music as a way of art therapy. So she came up with this idea of the seven chakras at the color challenge. And I participated in that and that turned into a project. So um, hopefully probably like 2024, um, you'll see a project called spectrums for me. And then she also has her own color album that will be coming out. So won't give all of that stuff away, but there's, there's some special stuff with that, but that's what's yeah. on the horizon musically creatively you'll, you'll you'll probably if you can catch me on the stage you'll probably hear more of this music before you can get it but if you want any of yeah. my music mccallamine bandcamp spotify anything that's on the internet if you pipe, type in my name mccallamine you'll find it i'm still under the hired gun you can probably find stuff that way but i've been mccallamine since 2015 i've been using the, i've been using the the official given name um yeah, for yeah. about nine years now so most of my well, stuff I now is on the mccallamine I appreciate that. Uh, as you know, Manny Faces isn't isn't my given name. I am thinking of going back to my real name, which is Bobby Elbows. I don't know if you know that, actually. Uh, oh, so, word. Okay. Yeah, Bobby Elbows. So, I don't know, but you might we'll want to see my Manny Faces, brother. You might want to see my I know. I, th I think it's better than... <laughs> My beloved uh, mother, uh, Mildred Elbows, would disagree, but that's fine. Um, listen, I don't know. I As I usually say to you, you know, I love what you're doing. I don't think you're doing enough. You know what I mean? But if you want to step it up, you I'm know. I'm trying, man. Uh, I'm really trying hard. I'm trying. You. I'm trying. I'm going to start spinning <laughs> right, plates man. on my head. That's what I'm going to do next. <laughs> That's what's up. All right. <laughs> it's going to be hip hop, gymnastic, Cirque de Soleil yeah. theater that you're going to be doing. Yeah, I got you. All right, my, <laughs> well, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest, if you were doing something like that. Uh, as always, I appreciate your insight, your deep philosophical look at the culture that we uh, both you know, know and love. And spreading that knowledge and wisdom to not just here, but all the you know various places that you're doing it. You're truly uh, an inspiration to me. You've always been. And I'm glad we got a chance to talk here and obviously catch up in real life. I will see you in D.C. and uh, hopefully uh, soon thereafter as well. Thank you, brother. Always, always a pleasure.
I appreciate your time. Give uh, my love to the fam and uh, we'll talk again soon. Cool. All right. Once again, thanks to McCallum Min Lee for somehow finding time to talk with me uh, to go over a few of his important endeavors. It's always inspiring to speak to someone who literally dedicates his entire life for the culture and for the people. Again, if you found this conversation interesting, you're going to love my Words I Manifest newsletter delivered free via Substack. Please take a moment to subscribe at mannyfaces.substack.com. And if you find value in this podcast or that newsletter and you want to support, you can upgrade to a paid level of the newsletter or you can support my work at patreon.com slash mannyfaces. I am also available for speaking and consulting. If you're interested in hearing about the ways that hip-hop, music, and culture can uplift humanity and improve society in any field, discipline, or industry, or as a way to truly deliver on the promise of equality, equity, and inclusivity in America and the world, visit mannyfaces.com and let's talk about talking. I'll be at the Hip-Hop Youth Research and Activism Conference at Rutgers University on May 19th, 2023. Check the calendar on my site for more info about that and any other of my upcoming public appearances. I want to thank you once again for listening, and thanks to our brilliant associate producer, Summer. Be sure to check out her amazing initiatives, Hip Hop Hacks, and the Mixtape Museum. Until next time, it's your man Manny Faces wishing peace and love to you and yours. Once again, thanks for listening to another episode of Hip Hop Can Save America, aka the world's most important hip hop podcast. My name is Manny Faces. You can find out more about the show at hiphopcansaveamerica.com. You can watch the show now as a live stream on YouTube, hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Check back for all the replays as well. The interviews from the live stream will be brought here onto the audio feed, so you always get the best of the live stream. You can also check out our Substack newsletter. It's free at mannyfaces.substack.com. Filled with stories of hip-hop innovation, inspiration, and in general, hip-hop news that isn't about dumb shit. <laughs> Eternal shouts to our consulting producer, Summer McCoy. Be sure to check out her dope initiatives, Hip Hop Hacks, and the Mixtape Museum. We'll be back soon with another dope episode, but check us out on the live stream as well. Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern, hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Until next time, it's Many Faces wishing peace and love to you and yours.